All right, welcome back to the north side of Chicago. It's been a little while. Uh, I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. And this is the trough. A um, little further north uh, on the north side nowadays. Uh, it's probably some of the reason that we haven't done a trough lately. Uh, some of the life things going on. I, I, mo <laughs> I moved up north recently, and uh, Jeff was in Las Vegas on spring break. Um uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, we, we were just, we were both doing stuff. Uh, the Cubs played some ball games, but, uh, but here we are back again. Yeah. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, you know, Cubs playing the season's underway. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know how you describe the first week and or two weeks, I guess. Are we almost, yeah, we're two weeks in almost tomorrow's two weeks, right? Like, yeah, it just seems like a real uneven start. Um, I don't know how you feel about it, but. I'm still, you know, I mean, you know, it's, I don't, I don't need to say this because I know we're both, both aware of this. It's April, but I don't know. There's some things I've seen I'm not too happy with. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty glad we were talking about potentially doing the podcast last night and I'm pretty glad we didn't because I was absolutely irate by once again, the Chicago Cubs uh, fucking the dog on a, uh, on a, on a rain out, uh, this time a snow out, uh, the Chicago White Sox played to about how many people would you say? 80. Yeah. Today? Yeah. Yeah. But yesterday, <laughs> no, yeah, no yeah. wait, wait, hold on, Mike. They said, I, I just read an article. Um, well, I was sent an article from a friend and let me quote this. So I don't, so I don't screw this up, but it says report. 974 fans attended the Rays versus White Sox game at Guaranteed Rate Field today. It looked like an Astros game when I saw the, or um, like an Expos game when I saw the highlights. Um, but my point is, I took off work yesterday. Quite a few people did. Quite a few people made plans to attend opening day. Terrible weather, of course. But at the same time, actually earlier then the Cubs were going to start. The White Sox played a baseball game six miles away from Wrigley Field. Uh, the Cubs were, they had the sprinklers on for some dumb fucking reason. Uh, and they ended up not playing the game yesterday. I have no problem with them not playing the game. But at about 10 a.m., they had said that they were going to postpone it to 2.20. Uh, mm -hmm. And then at about noon, they end up calling the game. Um, and again, they got a full nine innings in on the south side of Chicago. Um, so again, the Cubs just look stupid um, like they did last year with the Milwaukee game and then the, the playoff game against the Nationals when they the forecast looked, it looked terrible and they had everybody, you know, get into the park and see if they could play that game. But um, so that that really fucking pissed me off yesterday. Uh, just from the organizational standpoint, this has happened probably three or four times since the Ricketts have been owners, um, and they're laughing all the way to the bank. So, so that kind of pissed me off. But getting on to baseball, I, I can't agree with you more. The, the uneven start, um, there really hasn't been anybody who's hot except for Chris Bryant. Uh, mm -hmm. Ben Zobrist has looked pretty good at the plate. Um, but let's just, I don't know, uh, I guess we can bring it up to um, this series that we're currently in and opening day to day. But let's start off with the Cubs on the road. What, what, was, your, what was your take on uh, 
the first couple series of the Cubs on the road? Um, you know, really happy with the, the outcome of the Milwaukee series, obviously taking three out of four against the division rival is a big, big win for the Cubs. But, you know, um, the, the situational hitting is still atrocious. You know, they, they are um, dead last and have been now for over a year. You know, now they're starting off um, dead last, getting um, runners home from third with less than two outs. Now listen to this stat. The Cubs um, were doing that uh, over the weekend. I'm not I'm sure. I'm not sure of what that is at this point. But at the, uh, at the weekend, the Cubs were getting runner home from third with less than two outs 13% of the time. Jesus and Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ is right. The league next lowest in the league was 33%. Ugh. So, you know, I, I'm worried because, you know, it's easy to feast on Brandon Woodruff. You know, it's easy to feast on, well, hell, Dylan Peters shut him down, but you saw what happened to him with Philadelphia. But what happens when they got to get runners over, you know, against the, the, the Strasburgs, the Scherzers, the... I mean, let's say the Mets. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but, you know, they have some aces. You know, um, the Dodgers have a good staff. You know, we're talking about the perennial NL playoff teams. They have to learn how to hit and, you know, not swing for defenses every time. Why is Anthony Rizzo the only player on that team that chokes up with two strikes? Um, it's a good point. It's a good point. The, the situational hitting has been bad. Um, what I would say, um, my impression from the first two series, um, excluding the Milwaukee series and actually, actually including the Milwaukee series, because up until Milwaukee, uh, started kicking the ball all over the place on Saturday, the Cubs had a guaranteed loss, mm -hmm. um, which would have been, you know, they would have been happy to get out of there with a split, but, mm -hmm. um, those first two series, you played some bad baseball teams. And you did not get well. And we talked about, I think in the last trough, whenever that was about 10 years ago, uh, <laughs> I think we talked about getting off to a good start and, and fattening up on, on these bad teams. I mean, the Marlins lineup, I recognize Starlin Castro uh, yeah. and Justin Bohr, and that's about it. Um, yeah, that is, that is legitimately one of the worst Major League Baseball teams at least in name that I've ever come across. And I mean, let's, let's talk about the 17 inning affair where we couldn't get a run across against God. I mean, I, I can't remember who the guy was who was pitching for them. And he was just, you know, we had Ed Butler out there throwing like uh Cy Butler, but, yeah. but, uh, but we couldn't score a run against the Marlins and, you know, and then it continued into uh, Cincinnati. I think we got shut out twice in a row. Yeah, two um, shutouts. Two shutouts against, again, not good teams at all. Um, so it was very concerning to me um, in those first two series. Now, um, I agree with you. The Milwaukee series was encouraging on a couple fronts. I would say um, Quintana righted the ship. Yeah. Uh, John Lester also righted the ship. Darvish looked great. Darvish looked like every worth, worth every bit of money that they did pay for him. Um, I know it's only a second start, but Lester, I think was the most um, important yeah. question mark in my mind. Yeah. I'm with you on Lester. I was, I was really hot. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows that I was really hot 
after that start um, on opening day from John Lester. Um, you know, I, I, I do worry about Lester because he is an older guy, you know, um, you know, younger than us, but older guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, he's, he's, he's going to have to have that pinpoint command that he had on, what was it, Friday or Thursday? I don't remember now. But, like, um, I think it, one of the days of the game, he's going to have to have that because he's not going to be able to rely on his fastball right now, you know. And, he, and if he doesn't have that command, it's going to be one of those things where I, I think you're going to have an up-and-down year from John Lester. And a good thing is that the Cubs, if you do have Darvish and Quintana, I do think their skill set at this point, um, it, you know, at this time in 2018, Quintana and Darvish are probably the more skilled pitchers as far as just having the natural stuff. Um, Lester is the one who can, who can pitch, right? Yeah, um, I so. would say, I, and, and, and I'd like to give a little shout-out to, um, it's, it's not very often I'm going to give a shout-out to this person, but I'd like to give a shout-out to Ryan Braun for pissing off the entire Cubs <laughs> team and waking them up because they looked in that first inning of yeah. Thursday's game like the same team that wasn't going to score a run. And then what happened? Ryan Braun chose to steal second base and then tried to steal third with two outs and got thrown out, seemed to fire up the team, fire up Lester, and they ended up scoring some runs and, you know, putting the Brewers away. So once again, I'd like to thank that fucking prick, Ryan Braun, for firing up the Cubbies. But, I, you know, prior to that, um, I do think that there were some concerns about John Lester. Um, the other thing coming out of that weekend series that I, I have my question marks about, I had a giant question mark about, was Brandon Morrow. He came out and looked wow, yeah. absolutely dominant. He looks amazing. I and mean, he looks he looks better than advertised. Absolutely. Um, I, the question is health, but um, it, it, he looked great, and, and he looks like a guy that's poised to to close a lot of a lot of baseball games. Yeah, and and that piggybacks what we really you know if we're, if we're going over positives, I mean. The bullpen looks amazing, you know. I mean, it had its problems today. Mike Montgomery, um, you know, honestly, Montgomery's their mop-up guy. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, he, he came in the game today, what was it, 5-2? to two or It was, yeah, I mean, at the time. I mean, that's not mop-up duty. You know, that's still within striking but you, distance. But he was, he was there to hold the lead, and he didn't do it. But outside of that, the bullpen's been amazing. It really has. Um, I like some of the uh, – the guy I like the most um, is one of the new additions is C-Sheck. And, and yeah. they've, they've talked about it, and it kind of gives you a different look coming from a starting pitcher to a guy who, you know, that submarining right hand, um, you know, he's got good stuff. He's got closing experience. Um, and when a game's on the line in like the fifth or sixth inning, you can bring that guy in. But uh, I've been impressed with him. Justin Wilson has looked better, but he's still yeah. he's still walking guys. Though. He's still walking people, and that's going to be a problem, you know. And we know that as anybody who's been around baseball knows that you can't have relief pitchers, you can't have starting pitchers who walk people, you know. So, but he, you know, overall he's been a lot better, and that's not saying much than he was last year. So, <laughs> and it looks like Carl Edwards. Again, I, I, the jury's still out on Carl Edwards. Some of the, some of the over the weekend he pitched very good, but uh, you know his command was not really there um, in the first two series. So so I'm kind of wait and see on him. But as a whole, you, you you're absolutely right. The Cubs bullpen has looked incredible. 
Um, and we finally saw Eddie Butler today. Um, I forgot he was on the baseball team um, yeah. after after that after that seventeen inning affair. But, <laughs> but uh, so you know, let's get to today. And I think that the top story is uh, I would say a panic button for Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah, I had a bit. I had high hopes for him. You know, you know, I I, um, I drafted him on my fantasy team. Uh, he was supposed to be this ground ball specialist, you know, leaving Coors Field, and he just couldn't put. I mean, he had seven strikeouts today. Was it seven or eight? Actually, I'm not sure. I don't know what he ended with. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll t- it, 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 the strikeout numbers were good, but he was zero and two on a bunch of hitters. You know, and he just couldn't put them away. He those single. He got singled to death. Then the home run um, by Marte. Um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not. I, I am worried about him. He's a fifth starter, but you know that that was a that he, he hasn't been as advertised, and he, and he looked better in spring training, just like you know a lot of pitchers seemingly. But you know he he didn't look good today. Yeah, I mean, one of the stats that they showed on the scoreboard was. Uh, Tyler Chatwood is the first right-handed starter to start a Cubs home opener since Edwin Jackson. Oh my God. And I thought about that name and I was like, God almighty, do I hope (laughs) that he's not the next Edwin Jackson, but he could be. I mean, they gave him a pretty lucrative deal for a guy that really hadn't proven a whole lot, um, in a full season They, you know, they kept saying his splits on the road this, that, and the other, but I got to tell you, today he looked awful, um, and Sterling Arte hit a laser beam off of him into the left field seats. Um, only Baez's, Baez's home run may have, first home run may have gone farther, but but uh, uh, Marte absolutely clobbered that ball, but um, it's a bit of a concern. I, I, I don't know if, if he's a guy that you can put in the bullpen because of what they're paying him. Right, you know, and and, and I do want to, uh, you know, I, I there a little bit of optimism for me on the anybody pitching right now. Is it? It was forty degrees, you know, like it can't be easy to pitch. I mean, I've done it before in my life. It's hard to grip a ball at forty degrees, um, you know. And, and on the other end, you know, to be fair, it's hard to hit in forty degree weather. Um, but you know, I'd I'd like to see a few more starts through through through, through more, a few more times through rotation to see what Chatwood has. Or, you know, before we totally start jamming that panic button. But, you know, you, you bring up the starting pitching. And what about Kyle Hendricks? Um, worried? Not worried? I would say not worried. I, I He's never... It, it doesn't look like there's anything stuff-wise or mechanic. As long as he's healthy, it's all about location with him. And and you said it with, with John Lester. It's about location. But... Uh-huh. Kyle Hendricks has had that pinpoint location. Um, it looks like he, you know, had a couple balls that he got up, and there were two two-run homers over the weekend in Milwaukee, which which ultimately did him in. But um, I I just gotta say, watching some of the starters, you can't feel too good about about Jim Hickey right now. No, I, you know, and, and I, I do, I'm going to revert back to what I said about the weather and I'm going to try and give them a pass. You know, the new season started, who knows what Lester was thinking on that first day. Lester seems to not have a good opening day, by the way. Um, you know, um, I remember his first start in the Cubs uniform didn't go well, 
Um, but you know, it it is one of those things where I, I still question the wisdom of of replacing Chris Basio. I, I mean, we talked about it on the on the trough where you know we we come came to the conclusion. And I think it's pretty universally understood that there must have been some kind of personality conflict. Mm-hmm. But you know, did Jim Hickey? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't see much difference. You know, I mean, if you want to go over to the other side, Chili Davis hasn't really. You know, they replaced. Um, oh, what was his name? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What John Maley. Maley. The, the Cubs scored the second most runs in the baseball last year, and they replaced Maley because of the situational hitting, and that has not gotten any better. Let's just be honest about that. So absolutely, you know, there, there is a bit of a bit of. Um, same old Cubs in, in some way. And, I mean, you know, we're spoiled that the same old Cubs probably means a playoff team. But, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't – right right now when I'm watching – and I and, and me and you watch a lot of baseball, and I, I know a lot of people who listen probably – I mean, God, if you don't watch a lot of baseball and you listen to this. I'm, yeah, I'm why, why are you listening to this? Yeah, <laughs> why are you listening if you don't watch a lot of baseball? But, like, you know, when you watch a team like um, the Astros or the Nationals or even, you know um, – we can go to, um, you know, the Red Sox. The, those teams, they they do um, execute better than the Cubs, and and they do have a, a little bit better balance in the lineup. When you look at the when you look at the lineup in Houston, you, you see Altuve on top. Mm-hmm. You see a non-strikeout guy batting second, usually in J, J, um, Josh Reddick. Then you see, um, you know, you got. You have people who can – it's a more balanced lineup. And I'm using them, obviously, because they're – you know, Dallas Keuchel said, you know, they're, they're a lot better. And, and uh, you know, and I actually – I mean, don't kill me for this, everybody, but I actually – I agree with that. The Astros are a better team. Um, I – at this point, I would say you're probably right about that. But uh, the Cubs, talent-wise, I think are off the charts. It's just about getting them focused. I – I, I wanted to kind of get back to something you talked about earlier, which was, you know, mm-hmm. you, you said Chatwood had that incredible spring training and then wasn't so great. Now, there are, there are two hitters that have started off the year. You know, they were on fire, um, world beaters in spring training, and they've come out of the gates really not doing much. And, and the number one one would be uh, Mr. Opening Day, Mr. First Pitch himself, Ian Happ. He's looked terrible at the plate including today you know it's going to be a strikeout he's striking out way too often um he did get a big hit the other day in that rally in in milwaukee but you gotta wonder how long they could keep him in leadoff and and, i mean i would say how long they could keep him in chicago with that kind of a strikeout rate um the other guy i'm looking at uh, with two hits today i will say is kyle schwarber uh, Kyle Schwarber looked great in spring training, and he doesn't look great right now. No, no, he doesn't. And and, and, and he's I, and I'm watching him closely, as you know, because he's on my team. And you know, there's been a couple situations I can think of. One um, off the top of my head um, in that Saturday game in Milwaukee, where he had a chance to um, drive in. It, there was less than two outs. There was a runner on third. He had a chance to do something, and he just weakly. You know, granted, he didn't strike out, you know, which I think he did four times, you know, um, one game. But, you know, he did, um, you know, weekly basically line out, I guess you could call that. Um, we were watching that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just don't – I don't I don't see it with Schwarber. You mm-hmm. know, I, I just 
I see him not catching up to that. They he they throw that fastball by him on the outside corner. He just doesn't seem to be able to catch up with it, and his approach doesn't change either. You know, and that's the thing with these guys; their approach doesn't change. Javi Baez, granted, hit two home runs today. He's that guy doesn't shorten up for anything, you know. And like you said, but I'm going to go back to Swarber and Hap. You know, Hap, Hap is the one I, I'd say Hap is is probably the one that most concerns me because you know he was billed as this great OBP guy you were gonna have to live with his strikeouts right we were told we were gonna have to live with his strikeouts but he's not doing he's not I mean I think he did walk today though but you know he did it was shocking yeah it was shocking (laughs) it was um I will get you know anybody who's listening to this podcast knows one of my favorite players and probably one of the most popular players my brother was at um, Miller Park on Sunday I believe and he was telling me today that uh Javier Baez had to be the most popular player, uh, crowd favorite in Milwaukee. And he said it probably was 70, 30 Cub fans out there, <laughs> um, which is kind of surprising because they have, you know, they made some moves in the offseason and they tried to keep Chicago fans from buying tickets. But um, right. I'll say Javier Baez, as frustrating as he can be, he provided two moments over the weekend that were just, again, Javier Baez highlights where he didn't didn't stop running and created offense for the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I can say I agree at times he's going to frustrate the hell out of you, but he's still that dynamic player that's going to make things happen. Um, a guy who looked a little lost in the outfield. And I think that's the first time we've ever seen this is Jason Hayward. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know if he lost that ball in the sun or something, you know, but that was a weird double that he gave up. Um, that I, that ended up costing him the game, didn't it? I'm it did. Sure that, you know, and that was a, that was a weird, that was a weird one, you know. And, and but you know, one thing I will say is Hayward's actually hitting the ball, so you know that's encouraging. That's one of the. I think if you want to take away from the first couple, you know, first couple weeks, literally the first couple weeks, is that you know Jason Hayward is is hitting. Um, you know, he's hitting the ball hard. Now, now the results obviously are not there. He's hitting 220 or something like that, I believe, right? I, I don't know. What it is, he got an RBI today in a key situation. Two, RB. uh, yeah. two RBIs. I was absolutely shocked. Um, the one thing you said results-wise or approach-wise, most guys haven't changed. One thing uh, that they have talked about and I have noticed is how far Jason Hayward is standing off of yes. the plate. Yes. Um, and he's trying to get around on that inside pitch that they're trying to jam him with, mm-hmm. um, which we like to, uh, you know, affectionately refer to him as not Jason Hayward, but ground into ground into out to uh, uh, yeah, second, second baseman. baseman. Yeah, you know, like that. That is Jason. Yeah, he just Hayward's rolls over name. the ball like a lot of lefties. Yeah. So you know, there has been some type of change in approach with Jason Hayward. Um, which, you know, there has to be, obviously the guy, the guy's been really bad offensively, but, um, you know, it it was shocking to see him struggle in the outfield. I I don't, I don't expect that to continue, but no, it was, it was, it was definitely shocking. Yeah. I think, I think that was a, I, I, I don't know what happened there. I mean, it was a weird looking play, you know? So I was, I was shocked and, uh, you know, I, I think that, that, that's not something anybody, anybody's concerned about, but it was, it was notable because. I think in the three years that he's been here, you know, two full years, I mean, we're just not used to seeing a guy like make a, a bonehead play like that, you know, because he is, so, he has been so good. 
So we've got, um, maybe we could talk about what's on tap. We've got two more against the Pirates in the freezing cold. Uh, <laughs> then we've got the Braves coming in this weekend, and we've got the Cardinals uh, next uh, beginning of next week. Uh, um, the, the, the Pirates are good. The Pirates are good, yeah. It's shocking. I You just told me this. On, I, I was talking to you on the phone earlier. I didn't know that Armando Rivera had, or Felipe Rivera had changed his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who, who is this fucking guy? He's throwing, <laughs> he's got great stuff. And then I looked up and he, I saw he had three saves, and I'm like, is is Rivera hurt? And and you, <laughs> and you told me he he did a little Fausto Carmona slash uh, Jesus Sanchez move and changed his name or something. Yeah, the, the story is that he, he's really. Uh, it sounds weird on the face of it, but like he's really close to his sister, <laughs> and I don't know. He, he changed his name for. I mean, it sounds like there's more there. I'm just gonna not. I'm gonna pretend like I don't care. Because yeah. I don't, yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, he. I. I don't know what his last name is right now. Do you? Because I. I don't remember. I think it was like Sanchez. I think it was Sanchez. Is it? I don't know. They still got him listed on, you know, Yahoo as uh, Rivera. So yeah, I, I think so. But they yeah. looked they looked pretty good today. Um, Nova settled in after a shaky. I mean, it certainly looked better than than uh, Tyler Chatwood did. Yeah, but, Nova settled in. But uh, they've got some no name guys in the lineup. But up and down, they're they're looking pretty strong. You know, you know what? I'll tell you what that that one through five they got going is pretty good. I mean, let uh, they have Harrison, who's a who's an underrated ball player and has been for a long time. Gregory Polanco's having a really nice start to the year. Starling Marte is Starling Marte. You know, he's got he's a he's he's a great ball player. Josh Bell. For those of you who don't know who Josh Bell is, he's a really good hitter. And then Corey Dickerson. Corey Dickerson. <laughs> Nobody wants this guy. Yeah. All he does is rake. Yeah, he, he got he got cut by the Tampa Rays. Rays cut him. He was their lone all-star last year. And I was I was trying to explain that one to my brother as he was, you know, kicking the dick in of the Cubs today and getting big RBI hits. Um so yeah, it, it, they are actually a pretty good team. Do I expect it to stay this way with the starting pitching? Probably not. No, um, no. But they're Tayon's good. They're off. Tayon is good. They're off. They're off to a good start. Um, I will say um, I haven't watched a lot of Braves baseball, but I will say um, I have. I watched a couple Cardinals games and. They're not looking too good either. No, I don't get it. Uh, you know that that team's just not that good. They're just not that good. They don't score runs. Um, they've had a lot of trouble scoring runs. So, you know, um, and 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 I'm not too sold on their pitching either. Um, Carlos Martinez is, is is you know one day that guy is literally a top five pitcher in the major leagues. If you if you ever if you've ever caught him on one of those days where he strikes out twelve to thirteen people, he's unhittable. But then he and then the next you know the next uh, 
timeout, he can't find the plate. He loves yeah. pornography, though. If you look at if you look at, at Deadspin, so he's one of your guys. Yeah, no, he's, no, absolutely not. I mean, this guy. I think he was also accused of giving someone herpes. I mean, he is. Get out of here. He's a real scumbag. Uh, okay. okay. Not not that that's what the. I mean, look, I don't like the Cardinals. I don't know that all the Cardinals players. But but uh, let's get to this. How about Yadier Molina pushing an umpire and getting the, nothing for it? He got one game. One game. And he's gonna appeal it. One of, game. Of course he is. How many did how many did uh, Wilson Contreras get for throwing the mask that bounced and then hit the ump? I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there's a lot of respect in the game for Yadier Molina. Um, but respect. But I guess I have, it was it was ridiculous. He pushed an umpire, um, which yeah. also. Which also kind of, this has been a story on Twitter. It's been a story in the news. If you saw Wilson Contreras' reaction after he hit a triple, it was it was a profanity-laced tirade towards <laughs> apparently somebody in the Brewer dugout. Yeah, I don't, they didn't name the guy, but apparently it's some story that goes back to the Venezuelan uh, like winter league some years ago. Um, somebody was riding him all winter, supposedly. They didn't name the player. They were saying the speculation was Julie Chassin or Manny Pena, but I, okay. I. So it was pretty funny. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Uh, Wilson Contreras, a passionate guy. Um, he only has one RBI right now, but he was three for four today. He's starting to swing a pretty hot bat. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I it's a, it's a wait and see right now. I wish we would have gotten off to a better start. Um, one thing that was really disturbing when I was leaving the park is, uh, some guy asked me if I would give him my magnet schedule. Why? I, I have no idea. I was like, dude, give, give me a fucking break. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what kind of I mean, world is this? I mean, I mean it, yeah, you don't fuck with Mike, Mike's freaking, you know, magnet do, schedule. Do you know how many magnet schedules I've gotten over the years? I've never given one to some jag off on the street asking for it. Uh, who looked like he was at the game too? So, so he's uh, just like a grown. Hold on, hold on. Let's back this up. So he's just a grown man asking another grown man for his schedule. I mean, for, yes, yes. Did he have a child with him? No, or? no. He was he what? was by himself. I was yes. It was. It was, was he hitting on you? I, mean, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, it was disturbing. I look. I look forward to that magnet schedule. I've got them piled up all on my fridge. Good and bad <laughs> years. Uh, and some and some dick wanted mine uh, for nothing. Just you know, I guess he felt like he could ask. So that was that was a really upsetting thing that happened today. Apart from the Cubs losing, and uh, but but yeah. So I'm looking forward. Um, I still think we talent wise, you know, you said the Astros are a better team. I would agree, but it's not that far off. The Cubs have a lot of talent on this roster. I'm really happy. What um, for me, the question mark was the bullpen and the closer. That seems to be answered, um, but the, the hitting's still an issue, and, and we got to see what they do with that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. You know, it is something that I. I oh man, I, 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 I'm, I'm telling myself opti- as optimistic as I can be that you know this is something that maybe with the weather. The Cubs will heat up because let's be honest. I don't know if you've looked at the forecast, but um, it's it's supposed to get okay for a couple days and then go back to to the to the cold. Oh yeah, it's just I mean, just in time for Saturday Sunday, it will be forty degrees and possibly raining. 
Uh, so I don't know how much offense we're going to see <laughs> yeah, out, out of either gonna, baseball team. Oh, yeah, it's going to be hard, you know, because it, because the weather is just going to be up and down. I mean, anybody who's been in Chicago, uh, you know, the spring knows that we've had no no spring. So, mm-hmm. you know, t- tomorrow, I think, and Thursday and Friday are supposed to be decent days. But, you know, um, yeah, that that's rough. You know, I mean, I mean the, the, it's going to be tough for them to get in the groove with this weather. And I'm just kind of hoping, I'm just going I'm, to, I'm, I am disappointed in the start. I, I'm not going to lie to you. They, it, does, it does bother me that they, they were they were in sunny and warm Miami and they couldn't hit double A pitching. And, I, and I'm not even, and I'm being honest, that's double A pitching. You know, I, I think one of the things the Cubs are going to have to, you know, I, I, I don't know if you'll agree or anybody will agree with this. I, I think they're resting on their laurels a little bit, you know? Well, I think, you know, I think the other thing, the other thing that you had mentioned to me is, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of people on Twitter or, or, you know, on, in the media say, Oh, relax, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's only a few games. Well, you know, you and I have both said like, I, you know, me, you, my brother, my cousin, we're, we're probably, you know, some of the biggest Cub fans I've ever met. And all of us are pissed off about it. Is it rational? No, but we're fans, you know? And don't tell me to not be mad when my team loses. Fuck you. So, you know, and... Well, right, exactly. And don't say, oh, you know, I'm I'm more rational thinking than you. I know that the numbers are going to even out and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Look, man, that's not what being a baseball fan is all about. That's not what being a fan of anything is about. Uh, so, So, yeah, it is disappointing and... I mean, big picture, are they a bad team? I don't think so. Um, but you never know. It's baseball. Uh, well, no, and I want to piggyback that because you know I'm on I'm on Twitter a lot, and you know there's this whole like there's this whole like oh Cubs fans are overreacting, you know, and it's you know I swear to God there must have been for every one tweet for a guy who was complaining about the team there was probably ten of them people saying calm down it's only eight or like. Yes, it's only April. We all understand that, right? We all get that. Here's the thing. It's baseball. It Like you just stated, if I can't get emotional about baseball, then what's the fucking point, right? Like, <laughs> right. I, I am, I have, you know my story, man. You're my best friend. You're one of my, you know, one of, you're practically family to me. You know what I've been through in the last three years with losing my family and, and my son passing away. Like, you know that stuff. Like, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. Like, I'm going to love the Cubs when they're good, and I'm going to be pissed off at them when they're bad. I got no time for evenness in my life because I got to be even about everything else. Yeah. Right? Me and you both have jobs with extreme responsibility. Right. I, I know what you do. You know what I do. We're in charge of a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I, – I'm not irrational at work. I want to be irrational with the Cubs. Right, right. If they don't provide me joy and don't let me down, it, it, it's my only time, man, where I can be like this. Like, yeah. so don't ever fucking tell me to calm down about the Cubs because, it, yes, it's only baseball and I get it. I mean, it's not – it doesn't – I mean, it doesn't ruin my day. It really doesn't, you know. So, but it, when when John Lester's getting his teeth kicked in, I'm going to tell you that he's a piece of – fucking dog shit right <laughs> and that and that that's what twitter's all about uh, right know, it's it's right. just nonsense anyway so right exactly um so, so have fun with it man you know everybody out there love them when they're great 
be pissed off when they're bad, but it's just baseball, you know, have fun with it. Like enjoy it for the, you know, the, the pastime that it is, but you know, like I, I, I'm just not one of those people who's going to be just crunching numbers and, and saying everything's going to be all right, (laughs) you know, and, and, and the war on this player. No, that's not part of the fun for it with me. Part of the fun for me is watching it with you, watching it with my brother, right? You know, with my mom, right? You know, and and being a fucking meatball, you know? Yeah. I love that, you know? <laughs> absolutely, like, absolutely. You know? So anyway, good, good, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, all right. So we're looking forward. Hopefully, we'll get a more. <coughs> excuse me. Get a more consistent trend from the Cubs in the positive direction, but uh. We will. I promise it'll be a, a a shorter lag time as I am now settled up here in what's known as Bowmanville. Uh, and, cool. Yeah, and uh, I am Mike. I'm Jeff, and we will talk to you soon.